This podcast was proudly produced by NZ Audio Editors. For all your editing services, you can find us on the World Wide Web at www.nzaudioeditors.com. Ryan J. Melson and Greg Moll from One Plan for Retirement would like to welcome you to the NZ Guide to Financial Freedom. In this podcast, we'll break down the psychological tools and financial framework you need to live the life you want to ensure you don't run out of money before you run out of life. Hello, everybody. This is a new installment. It's called the Quick Fire Finance. So... We want to get in short little chunks and we want to hear everyone's uh, questions so we can answer them in a short space of time. So we don't necessarily have to ask how you are, but we can say, how are you, Greg? I'm good, thank you. All right, that's enough time we have there. We've got to kick into the questions. So the first question we have, being recently retired with savings invested in family trust, we're concerned whether new trust laws coming in next year mean we'll have to tell family members what they will inherit when they die. Everyone, or when we die, shall we say, Everyone isn't getting the same or even aware they're getting nothing or anything in some cases. Well, that's going to be awkward. And we're worried the new disclosure state requirements will affect our relationships with family and friends. If we have to tell them everything now and provide investment reports, we're very tempted to leave everything to charity, which would be less stressful but not really what we want to do. Can you explain, please? We've saved very hard during our working lives. And go. So what you're telling me here is this couple have uh, got money invested in the trust. They're intending to leave money to family members, but not necessarily equally. And they're a bit concerned about what the new laws that were supposed to come in this year, but won't be coming in until next year in respect of trusts. And it's more about disclosure. Will that be a problem for them? Well, I don't think so. I think that all the new laws are going to be saying is that you have to uh, tell people that they're beneficiaries or they're entitled to the information that they're beneficiaries. Uh, they're not really entitled to know what they're likely to get because in a trust, it comes down to the trustees and the trustees will be the people left after the couple have died. Uh, so the problem belongs to them they'll be guided by a memorandum of wishes, so hopefully there's one, which tells the surviving trustee what the original settlers want to have happen in respect of the distribution, which may be equal or unequal. And I don't think that the beneficiaries will be able to do anything about that because there are only discretionary beneficiaries normally in such a trust. However... I think um, people who uh, don't leave money in, in an equal distribution are, are looking for a time bomb. It's a little mm. bit leaving an unexploded grenade um, under the body. Uh, when the body's picked up, you, you, you damage a lot of people. It, mm. It's a terrible thing to do. I think that you should be very transparent. If you're not going to treat your children, for example, equally, you need to have a very good reason to do that. And it may be that the needs of one uh, through some misfortune or illness or accident are greater than the others. And that's a good thing to discuss well before you pass on. 
So whether your assets are in a will or a trust, I think it's really good to have that level of transparency. One of the reasons for the new law, I think, is not only greater disclosure for beneficiaries, but it actually makes people think about, do they actually need a, a trust? A lot of people would have formed trust because everyone in the bowling club had one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a good reason for a trust. And, and some of the other reasons, the old um, residential rest home subsidy, the, uh, the clawback of national super, um, which were reasons why uh, if, the, if you had too much income, that happened really in the, in the 80s and, and early 90s till it was repealed. People would form trusts as a way of protecting their benefit, protecting their assets. They're worried about what used to be a, an inheritance tax that um, effectively a state duty tax that was 40% on your assets over a certain amount. And that's all gone. So a lot of the reasons for trusts are no longer there. So the new rules will make you think, do I need a trust? And if you do need a trust... Who are the likely beneficiaries going to be? I remember uh, I formed a family trust after my late wife died, or actually just before she died, as a means of protecting the assets that she and I had accumulated uh, for the benefit of our children. And and, uh, I was in a professional practice, so those assets were always at risk um, in case one of my partners did something wrong, because we were jointly and severally liable. So it made a lot of sense to form that trust. But in the day, I had a number of other beneficiaries there because I was a bit concerned if myself and my two children were on holiday, go fleet VG or something, and, and um, there's a, some form of accident, and if we died, who would actually receive the benefits? Well, if there are no beneficiaries, it all goes to the government. So that's not Mm-hmm. Uh, not something I'm really keen to do. I don't know about other people. So I put a number of other beneficiaries in there, other family members. Well, time has moved on. 30 years has gone by. And, of course, now um, I've got a couple of more children through another relationship. I've got a couple of grandchildren. So the chances are we're not all going to be travelling together at the same time. Mm. So some of those wider family members no longer need to be beneficiaries. So the new rule will say that, um, uh, well, under the new rule, I'd have to tell those wider people that they're beneficiaries, but which is a bit pointless because they're never going to receive anything. I'd raise their expectations, and that can be a mistake. So it's an opportunity to narrow the trustees down to a smaller number of people and, you know, and rethink, do you really need a trust? Yeah. Oh, well, that's our, our first instalment of Quickfire Finance. And uh, if you have questions for yourself that you want answered, email me at ryan at oneplan.co.nz. Thanks, guys.